Deep down inside, you know family life should be fun, but also have purpose. However, somewhere along the way, your values, your beliefs, and the expectations you had for your family have gotten lost in the midst of everyday life. We're Carl and Kimberly Amici, and we're on a mission to help you become the family you were meant to be. Whether you've been a parent for a while, just starting out, or thinking of becoming one, this podcast will inspire you to design and create a thriving family culture. Knowing your core values and passions is crucial to living a life of purpose with your family. Welcome to the Family Culture Project, Episode 9. Today we'll be talking about passions, what they are, and why they're important to not only identify and incorporate into your family's culture. When Carl and I first sat down to write out our family mission statement, one of the things we discussed was our values and the other was our passions. We identified which ones were important to us individually and then came together to decide which ones we would embrace together as a couple and a family. This was crucial in creating a sense of purpose for our lives and the lives of our children. Your personal values and interests are a part of what make you unique. The work of culture building includes creating alignment between your values and passions. The people who know what their passions are and actively make them a part of their life are the ones who are fulfilled, connected with their work, family, and in life in general. We see companies ask this question in interviews. What are you passionate about? I was reading a really cool article the other day um, from Launchbox, and and they were saying in the article, what defines you at work defines you personally, and vice versa. The people who are disconnected from what lights them up, their passions, are the ones that are unfulfilled, they're stuck, and or discontented from their work, organization, or just life in general. Identifying and understanding your passions are important because it's an In order to have a great career and be of maximum value, you must align your work with what drives you personally. By seeing where your passions and work life are out of alignment, you can gain clarity on what you need to do to fix this, and therefore make the changes to increase your happiness and drive. Whether it be family, friends, bosses, colleagues, business partners, etc., it doesn't matter. This equation works. Strengths plus skills plus passions, plus values, really equals your values that you contribute to others, meaning people at work and your family. So at work, have you been able to see a difference between people that have things that they're passionate about and living them out versus people who don't? Absolutely. I mean, it's um, it's a great question to ask in interviews and really kind of delve into as well when you're hiring somebody. But, um, you know, you run up against a colleague and you ask them a bit about their life and what's going on in their life. And, and you run up against some people that will just say it really has nothing going on or nothing of consequence going on. Just kind of going with the day to day, not having any kind of seemingly core, core passions that they follow on a regular basis. And those are the folks at work that usually are underperforming in some way, shape, or form. I had a girl working for me that was um, was great at what she did. Um, she was a financial analyst, um, and she and she started to delve into more of her passion around boxing. Believe it or not, um, and and talk about boxing and the training and the dedication and the effort, and and not only just to fit that in and that training in with a pretty rigorous work schedule. Um, you know, t- talks a lot about the person and and how 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 much passion they bring to work, but also how much dedication and drive to perform 
that they have. You know, she actually wound up pursuing that passion. Um, you know, she had some opportunities to win some competitions and pursue that passion. And she actually made it into the Olympics, believe it or not, for her home country. But she did. And now, and now she's really pursuing that full time. But um, it, it was a, it's a good example. Well, it sounds like people who are intentional about pursuing their passion, what they're excited about, and make time for it in their lives, don't make excuses, and live their best life, are performing better at work. Absolutely. And I think that that matters, too, for families. When you're personally satisfied and pursuing the things that make you happy and the things that bring you joy, I think you're able to be a better parent, a better spouse, um, just, I think... It motivates you and energizes you in a way that positively affects those around you. I totally agree. And, 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 we, and we're tying in passions with values. And it's really the values and, and, and the culture that you're creating in your family that will mesh and it all work together. Like I was saying, um, j- just saying, where your strengths, your skills, your passions, plus your values is, is really what equals values to others, your family, your colleagues, your friends. So we've already talked about values. Carl, why don't you remind us what they are? Values are something that you believe in, something that you live and breathe. This could be trust, empathy, generosity, integrity, those essential truths that are important to you. Values are principles that you hold dear. Unlike passions, they rarely change. Values are a central part of who you are and what you envision your family to be. Okay, so as we mentioned earlier, it's the values and the passions together that are in alignment that become the building blocks for your family culture. You know what values are, and now we're going to talk to you about passions. Passions are what sparks your interest and fire up your emotions. Now, passions are a little bit different than values. So as we mentioned in a previous podcast, values are working in your life even when you don't notice. But passions are a little bit different in that you may want to live and breathe and have them show up in your everyday, but many times there are things that get in the way that prevent that. For example, you could be passionate about running, but have an injury that doesn't allow you to participate in it for a particular time. Or maybe it's your long work hours, a new addition to the family, or too many responsibilities with too little time. But for many of us, we may not have taken the time to discover what we were passionate about or were simply not making room for it in our lives. I know for myself, as a busy adult, after I got into my career and then I started having children, there didn't seem like any room in my life for the things that I loved. And I I had really forgotten about what I loved because my time and my energy and my attention was tied up elsewhere. And so I think it's really important that we take the time to discover what our passions are. We found out that passions do one of three things. Kimberly, why don't you start us off? Well, first off, they inform your values. So when Carl and I listed out our passions, we discovered that we had something in common. I wrote that I was passionate about managing money well and teaching our kids to manage our money too and following what we believe is God's plan for money management. This came from struggling a lot with money when I was in college and then when I was in my early 20s. I was determined to prevent my children from making the same mistakes I did. 
Carl wrote on his passions list, being diligent with finances and spending wisely. So when we saw that there was an overlap in what we were passionate about, that became one of our values. Because we had similar passions, we felt strongly that this should be reflected in our values. The second thing that that passions do is they express your values, which you were just saying. One of our values was creativity. We had mentioned in previous podcasts about our love for games and how we incorporate those into our life. We just don't play them. We create new ones. Um, we act, we have many opportunities to get together with family and friends, and, and quite often we're creating a game for that particular event. Um, many times we, we create them to mark and celebrate holidays, milestones, like somebody's 50th birthday, 40th birthday, and and the people that we love. We bring the value of creativity and passion to the playing of games. The third things passions do is they inform our cultural practices, which are the things that we like to do together. Our family is passionate about food. However, food is not going to be a family value. So what does that mean? What does that look like? So as a family together, we invite friends and family to cook with us. We host cooking clubs and often playdates revolve around making cookies, making dinner together. When we travel, we love to visit diners, drive-ins, and dives. And we try new foods and restaurants that are specific to the area we are visiting. Those who know us well know that we could talk about food for hours. When you ask our kids what was your favorite part of vacation, often the first thing they would say is food. The restaurants we went to, the things we tasted. It's not always the museums that we went to or even the amusement parks That's we funny. went. It's <laughs> really funny because when we were in London and Paris, some of their, their top things were the food. Not, mm-hmm. not like the Eiffel Tower or no. <laughs> Notre Dame or London Bridge, you know. Yeah. It's funny. And even with social media, we often post the the diners, drive-ins, and dives that we go to, or we talk about the things that we ate, and people will come up to us and say, oh, I saw on Facebook that this is where you went. It, it, it has become something that we're known for. It has become something that people want to know more about. There is no shortage of things that we will talk to them about when it comes to food. All right, so, so let's talk about how we figure out what you are passionate about. What if I don't know what my passion is, you might ask. I encourage you to forget the word passion. Instead, ask yourself the following questions. What are you curious about? What makes your heart sing? What makes you lose track of time? What would you do if money was no object? What could you talk about for hours? Yeah, when you think of it that way, it makes it easier to come up with the things that you love. And I definitely suggest dedicating some time to just writing out whatever comes to your mind when you think about what you love. If you're still stumped though, you can do practical things to find out what you're passionate about. You can take assessment tests, you can get additional training, hire a coach, read books, do research, but you can also try new things. And while you're trying new things, stay engaged to what you find interesting and valuable in each of those new, new experiences. Actively look for clues to your passion. Yeah, as you've talk, talked about in the past, take a look at your calendar. Examine your calendar over a 6 to 12 month period and see if that helps you um, see where you've been focusing a lot of your time mm-hmm. and, and how that leads you to, you know, to understanding and, and, and defining your passions. 
Definitely. I mean, if you look at your calendar and see some common threads, see some activities that you constantly are participating in, or if you look back at your calendar and come across an event that you participated in and your heart sort of jumps because you really had fun doing that and that's a memory you'll always have, maybe that's a clue. So one thing that we want you to know is that as seasons change, your passions are going to change as well. So they're not going to, to stay as consistent. As say your, your values will. And that's okay because you may fall out of love with a certain passion or activity that you've always done or you may d- discover something new. So just to recap, both values and passions are crucial to living a life of purpose with your family. Values are the central part of who you are and what you envision your family to be. While passions are the things that spark your interest, they fire up your emotions. So passions do one of three things. They inform your values they express your values, or they inform your cultural practices. Discovering your passions is work worth doing. If you miss our conversation on values, check out our podcast episodes 6, 7, and 8. There you'll find out what you need to know and also find out how to get your hands on a resource that'll make it incredibly easy for you to determine your family's values. Next week, we'll be talking about practical ways you can incorporate your passions and the things that matter to you most into your everyday. And remember, family culture is not about perfect, it's about purpose. Thanks for joining us today. Be sure to subscribe to the show on iTunes or on your favorite podcast app so you never miss an episode. We'd love for you to help us get the word out about the show by sharing it with a friend or writing a review on iTunes. To learn more about The Family Culture Project, go to thefamilycultureproject.com. And while you're there, you can sign up for our monthly newsletter, which will include show notes, resources, and bonus content.